Hey, Paula Rhodes here, otherwise known as Adora. Thanks for listening to the Harley Human podcast. No, oh, for letting us put you under our spell. <laughs> To say to keep the devil away To stand by your rights Not be tempted by the night Funny enough He's skin soft as silk I don't feel any urge To drown in my own guilt He's the devil He's the devil In disguise Watch his eyes He's waiting My testimony not only helped, it saved a life. In the grand scheme of things, well, she owed me. When my brother was killed, I tried to figure out some stuff on my own, but soon realized I was out of my league. And then she strolls into Jimmy's joint. Kismet. I hired her. Wow. That's, uh, a lot to take in. Well, honey, we have been talking for over an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's been a while. Uh, you need a hand cleaning up the mess? What mess? We rush back to what I now know is the Umbrella Corporation's HQ, like a Gryffindor to a golden snitch. We bust into the room of requirement and swish and flick Jimmy down onto Adora's desk. Adora rolls up her sleeves, clearly unhinged, seeing a lifeless Jimmy in front of her. But she takes a deep breath and lays her now glowing hands onto Jimmy's chest and head. She starts muttering quietly under her breath. What? Cherry slowly reaches out and grabs my left arm. She needs to concentrate. We'll explain everything later. I notice Ray is really distressed by what is going on. Cherry sees that I notice this. Jimmy's his brother. A light bulb goes off in my head. Wait. Jimmy's been... Quiet, Miss Hooman, or I will have to ask you to leave. I need to concentrate. Ray fires me a furious look that would make a Dementor flinch. I sheepishly close my mouth, but cannot help that I feel somewhat... betrayed. Rent free for life, my ass. I got played like an instrument on Guitar Hero, with a side of Whammy Bar. My head feels out of tune, and it starts to pound with a beat of a drum. The devil has definitely gone down to Georgia, through the fire and the flames. I activate my star power and take pride in the fact I got 100% on expert. Jimmy has been keeping tabs on me. I notice sweat beating on Adora's forehead. This is clearly not a first level spell. The DC is proving difficult and I have a feeling she is not rolling well. The sweat intensifies as she doubles down, jewel wielding at this point. And then... All of a sudden, relief fills her face as Jimmy takes a big gulp of air. <gasps> Jimmy, Jimmy, it's Ray. You there, man? <coughs> hey, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm here. Man, you're ugly. <sighs> He's fine. Adora stumbles over to a nearby couch and collapses onto it. <sighs> Cherry runs over to tend her. No, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I just need some rest. As mad as I am at Jimmy, I let out a big sigh of relief. 
surprisingly, it mattered to me that he was alive. As time passes, I do feel a bit like I'm camping his spawn, though. So I decide to leave the room. Harley. I stop in the doorway. My emotions have been jinxed. I turn to face him with both empathy and rage. Um... I'm sorry. I pause for a beat. Thank you for saving baby's life. But then continue to walk out of the room. I get to the railing and for the very first time really take in this place. It smells like a bookstore at a midnight release. Then I notice the machines in the distance, printing rolls and rolls of newspapers. Cherry rolls up beside me and leans on the railing. We print the Daily Prophet. Seriously? Nobody knows. Now you know. The Daily Prophet is the city's biggest mystery. No one ever sees it being shipped or delivered, yet it's just there every morning. Like... Magic. Yeah. Lots of that around you guys. Two days ago, I didn't even believe in magic. Most muggles don't. I look at Cherry, hoping he'd elaborate. But he just turns back and heads inside the room of requirement. The Daily Prophet is a huge mystery, but also not the most reputable newspaper in town. In fact, it has the nickname Nine Tales Press, and is often accused of printing fake news. Cunning, really. Trying to outfox the public. I start wandering the space, doing a little ghost recon, looking over the offices and the various pictures of employees within the headquarters. Umbrella certainly wishes to project a positive workplace in the face of such secrecy. I lock on one of the shots of the full company. I recognise that face. Okay, everyone, squish in! We need to make this shot just so. Hey, Ray, do me a favour and stand behind Cherry. Ain't nobody want to see that ugly mug. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Jimmy. Just keep in mind we want to keep this picture PG. No making out with Vanessa this time. Green is not a great color on you, Ray. But if you need a few private lessons... (laughs) All right, settle down. Everyone together now, and big smiles. I've been sub-zeroed as I stare at her in the face. The Viper arm in arm with Jimmy in the middle of this company picture. Smiling like one of those Five Nights at Freddy characters. Happy. They're all... Happy. Ray walks up behind me. You're quick. Usually it takes months for people to find this. So you all used to work together? Yeah. We were once one big happy family. Then, well, then she became the Viper. She found a prophecy that she believed was about her. I have to admit, it even sounded a lot like it could be. It spoke of great power, but also of a great disaster to befall her. She became obsessed with this, and she began torturing us, trying to get any information we might have. Adora had been away on business at the time, and upon her return... She had found we had all been broken, in spirit and in mind. The Viper would go into our heads with a power we didn't understand and make us see the most awful things. Then she wouldn't stop until she got everything out of you. Then she'd do it again for fun, laughing 
the whole time. Do you all know magic? No. As far as I know, only been a <laughs> the Viper and Adora do. Adora says we all have it within us, but very few ever find it. She believes it manifests in the face of extreme circumstances, but I gotta be honest. If it didn't show up while the Viper was torturing me, I don't want it. The Viper's power seemed to show up once she read that prophecy, as far as we can tell. Uh, Jimmy may know more. They were very, uh, close. But as far as we know, Adora, she's always had it. But no matter how many times you ask her, she won't tell you where the powers came from. We suspected she had them before the Viper got a hold of us all. The newspapers mysteriously being delivered and all that, but we didn't know for sure until she helped us all after the attacks. How long ago? Four years, six months, eight days. Oh, quite specific. Why do you keep this picture up? It's a reminder of what can happen to even the happiest of us if we don't stay focused. Ray, I... I'm sorry. Don't be. Meanwhile, back at the Viper's Lair. Where the fuck did they get those electric light things? How dare they mess with my plans? Killing baby was just going to be fun. But hardly, oh... Oh, she's the real main course now. I have watched her for four years and nothing. But now she's playing with me. I do like it when they do that. Why did Jimmy have to jump in front of my shot? I'm sure Adora will fix him up like she annoyingly always does. But I do hope he's all right. Enough of that. It's time to get real. No more nice viper. Time to coil and strike. But this time, I'm using Venom. Harley Human is a production of a few really dope actors, plus the writer and producer of this episode, Blair Beveridge. The voice of Harley is Tirlin Puxty. The voice of Adora was Paula Rhodes. The voice of the Viper was Dayan Hutton. The voice of Ray was Jeff Mueller. The voice of Cherry was Gil Ramirez. The voice of Francis was Classy Don. The voice of Jimmy was Blair Beveridge, and the voice of Baby was Joey Couture. Original music by Tierlin Puxty and a variety of background music by various artists, including Kevin McLeod and Machinima Sound. For all information on Harley Human, please visit harleyhuman.com. <laughs>